My name is Rob and I am a compulsive overeater. 16 November, Voices of Recovery. Going to any length means taking 12 specific steps, one day at a time, and never being finished. In the process, sanity will be restored and abstinence will become a reality. It's from 4 Today, page 33. A speaker at an OA convention once shared that he would have been willing to sit naked on a fire plug and hand out leaflets if that's what his recovery required. Fortunately, our program requires no single act of daring. Instead, we are shown a path to follow the rest of our lives. For those of us who sought a magic pill or diet to cure our overeating, the fire plug program might seem easier than practicing the principles embodied in the 12 steps. Our program tells us that through the process, of working the steps daily, sanity and abstinence will be found. We who have followed that process for a time and then became distracted from it have found that sanity and abstinence are hard to maintain without it. The program promises real and amazing recovery. Hopeless binging is replaced by healthy eating. Excess weight disappears without diets, purging, or excessive exercise. We can live free of the obsession with food and eating day after day for years at a time. But none of this is automatic. We have to be willing to live the 12 steps daily in order to keep our recovery. That's what we mean by going to any length. I'm still Rob and I'm still a, a compulsive overeater. No doubt. There's no doubt about that. Currently in remission, granted a daily reprieve, says going to any length means taking 12 specific steps one day at a time. That's it. That's it. If I get too far in the future, I can get into anxiety. If I live in the past, I'm uh, very prone to be in depression. It says in the process, sanity will be restored and abstinence will become a reality. I don't know if I'm fully restored to sanity. Um, I think that might take a while. I was pretty out there. So um, abstinence, yeah, uh, about seven years worth. Came in the program 30 years ago, and I have relapsed in my story. And our reading kind of talks about that. It talks about speaker at an OA convention being willing to sit on a fire plug and hand out leaflets naked. Okay, that's going to any length. I was willing, but maybe not quite that far. And when I was in my disease, I don't think anybody would have enjoyed seeing me sitting on a fire plug handing out leaflets. It's supposed to be a program of attraction. And I, I don't know if there's anything attractive about that. Um, toward the end of my disease, when I gave up, well, the end of my disease, toward the end of the active portion. I had just gained 30 pounds in 30 days on a challenge because I'd given up. And we talk about wreckage of the past. Um, when you're in your 50s and gain 30 pounds in 30 days, it's not pretty. And sitting on a fire plug handing out leaflets. Now, Willingness. I was at step zero. This stuff's got to stop. 
And, uh, you know, it really wasn't about the vanity. It was that my life was unmanageable and I was powerless over food. I had given myself over to the food. Um, it had won. I had surrendered and not surrender in a good way like we do later in program. We become willing, become willing. We surrender. But what that means is, for me, I gave my will and my life over to a power greater than myself. Surrender to win, in other words. When I surrendered to the disease, I gave up. And um, I don't know about you, but what I suffer from wants me dead. If it can't have me dead, it'll take me fat, drunk, and stupid. I mean, there's just no two ways about it. It's perfectly happy with that, too. Because what that is, is a separation from others. A separation from my higher power. I'm not living life. I'm existing and really suffering. That's really what it was. So as our program tells us through the process of working the steps daily, um, that's pretty much it. And, and for me, it's service. Service has saved my life. Giving to others freely what was given to me. And I think that's why I was granted an overnight relief from the craving and obsession for food. When I really became willing, surrendered, asked God to take over, I call mine God. You can call your higher power whatever you want. Doesn't have to be the one I have. And um, that's when things changed. That's when I had a shot. We who have followed that process for a time and then became distracted from it have found that sanity and abstinence are hard to maintain without it. Absolutely, I came in 30 years ago. Meetings got too hard. Was I really working the program back then? Not really. Went to meetings. I was an exercise bulimic. Our reading talks about that. That speaks directly to me. Um, still eating 5,000 calories a day, but rollerblading 15 miles. And they, that worked. That worked until I couldn't do it anymore. You know, I had wrecked joints, you know, through weight. I had a congenital hip issue that 300 pounds sure didn't make any better, eventually leading to a hip replacement on the right side, which it was a miracle. It's an absolute miracle for me. That was part of what I ate over, you know, well, I'm going to be immobile anyway. So huh. that thinking, that, that thinking will really just finish us off. This program, it says, promises real and amazing recovery. Hopeless binging replaced by healthy eating. Mm, I don't know about healthy eating, but I am mindful and present when I eat. I pretty much eat the same thing every day. That works for me. It may not work for you. Um, it's just very easy to, for me to get a food neutrality. I, I have a neutrality today that I've never had before. Food doesn't call to me anymore. I can walk by this thing that keeps stuff cold and it doesn't talk. It used to. Hey, we got some stuff in here for you. Why don't you look for the 15th time? Because maybe it's changed in the last 10 minutes. And the funny thing about that appliance is when you open the door, this light comes on. 
that light was not a sign of my higher power. My higher power did not live in that refrigerator, I found out. My higher power lived outside. It didn't even live inside this house, really. I mean, he's, he visits here, but I needed to be outside. Carrying the message to those that still suffer. We can live free of the obsession with food and eating day after day for years at a time. None of it automatic. But we have to be willing to work the 12 steps to keep our recovery. And it says that's what they mean by going to any length. It's a great trade. I'm willing to make it. If my higher power had not gotten involved seven years ago and removed 155 pounds from the body, taken away the craving and session for excessive food and what they now call compulsive eating behaviors. You know, I did all that uh, restricting, um, purging, but I wasn't good at it. I'm, I'm very grateful. I remember in college, I thought, oh, yeah. Purging, that's the solution to all my problems today. I'll just, I wasn't good at it. I'm, I'm grateful I wasn't good at it. I don't know where that would have ended up, but I would not be here. If my higher power hadn't put the brakes on seven years ago and said, you're done. I, I'm positive the rate I was going, 30 pounds in 30 days. I was ready to sign up again. 400, 500, 600. I don't know where it would have ended up. I just only made it to 330. I was eligible to go beyond that. That just happens to be where I stopped. 60 inch waist. Excuse me. My disease out on the outside for all to see. You know, what's wrong with that guy? Eating in public like I'd never done before. I gave in. I was daring it. There's a scene in a movie, um, what is it, Forrest Gump, where the big weather comes and Lieutenant Dan's out in the ocean and he's yelling at God and he says, is that all you got? That's what I was with this disease. I was daring it to take me. And then like Lieutenant Dan, a miracle happened. For me, it was a spiritual experience where I didn't have to live that way anymore. Yeah, this is a better way of life. One last thing and I'll close. Um, I learned from a long timer that I needed to give up hope. I needed to give up all hope. I'm like, Glenda, what do you mean give up all hope? She says, yeah, Rob, you, you need to give up all hope. If, if you're going to be successful, you need to get to the point where you just throw hope right out the window. Give up all hope. I say, okay, Glenda. There's got to be a catch to this. I know you don't mean give up all hope. She says, yeah, I do. But it's give up all hope of having a better past. You have to get rid of that right now. So no matter what you do, no matter how much you ruminate, you, no matter how much you pull your hair out, feel not enough, not a part of, you can't change the past. Wow, Glenda, that's really pretty good. You know, when you're here 40 years, maybe you learn a thing or two. Maybe someday I'll make it. Then I come to find out there's a promise. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. Yep. 
because that past is my story. I can share it to others. And if it gives them any glimmer of hope from what I went through, great. Because if a compulsive overeater like me has a shot at living a normal, normal, what's normal? Living a life that is not controlled by the daily craving and obsession for excess food, anybody can do it. Nothing special about me at all. I just live a different spiritual life than I did then. That's really the difference. Because I can't do this by myself. I need the fellowship. I need a higher power. Without those, I'm lost. I've proven it. There's no doubt. So, gratitude. That's where I am today. Thank you for letting me share. 